twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. I think I think we're good friends. Oh, you and me? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, not just to each other, but to our friends. I think we're very good friends. Yeah, I think so. We've had friends that have had breakups and stuff. Two of them, and we had them move in with us, not at the same time, but at different points. And and we were there, and we were helping them wipe away be, their tears. Wouldn't that be screwed up if we were like, you know, both of them to each of them? Like, oh, I know you just had a bad breakup. Why don't you, you know, you come stay with us for, you know, as long as you need to get yourself together. And then we invite the other one, too. So now we have two people. Oh, that broke up? In the same house? broke up, yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's dyke drama. Oh, is that That's not, beyond lesbian, because you know they're going to get fucking vicious. Is that not sensitive? Yeah. Not being that, a good friend? It, no, it's it's about, like, not, you know, setting us up for that. I mean, because that's that's crazy. I don't like that stuff. Oh, that's like drama that we don't need. No, no. It's it's our friends up in um, uh, San Francisco. They said they want a drama-free zone. Yeah, that would not be a drama-free zone. Yeah, and but it sure would be fun. Oh God, no. Oh God, no. You'd you wouldn't sleep. Oh, the the first friend that we had that was like a no-brainer. I usually don't take sides in a breakup if they've been you know if I've been friends with them for a very long ter- time period. I'm not going to get involved in that shit. Yeah, right. But no. if someone's a fucking cunt. Yeah. You know, then that's something different. And then, then that fucking cunt, you know, brings me into their stuff and saying that, you know, it's when, when Liz and uh, Sandra broke up and Sandra was saying that, you know, Liz and I had an affair and I'm, I'm with you. Whoa. It's just because she was sleeping some girl at work and she didn't want anybody to work to know that, you know, she was the asshole. So she was saying. And I wasn't working there anymore and I used to work with her. So she was saying you slept with Liz? Yeah. And, and that was the reason why they broke up. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. That's terrible. That's why, you know, that was like a no-brainer whose side I was choosing on that. Wow. But, I mean, it was fucking crazy. And, and it was really bad. And the games that she played in Liz's head, you know, it was, it was really bad. You, you know, if you break up, you need to let it go. And you don't need to torment, you know, that person and give them false hopes. Now, did you say anything? Or were you like that chick from that show, that Brooklyn show that we saw, where, you know, her best friend was accusing her of sleeping with her man. And she was like, I'm not even going to answer these ridiculous accusations. Or did oh. you... I fucking went over that. I I called I called Sandra up because we used to work at the same newspaper. Did you tell? I found, did you let tell? Me finish. It, I'm going to tell you what oh, happened. Okay. I got a phone call from my my best friend at the paper that I worked from saying, you know, this is what Sandra's saying about you. I'm like, what? So I called Sandra up, and I knew that Sandra was the cheating whore. And I I'm like, you know, and she's fucking someone, you know, because Sandra's a higher up manager, and she's fucking, you know, a person that's not her equal in regards to, you know, the title. Oh. It's in a different department, but you don't fuck at work. You just don't. If right. you're, if you're everybody's you. employees, no big deal. Managers, you can't do that. Sexual harassment, blah blah blah. You're, right. you're opening up this fucking, you know, mess. Right. Because so, even if it was consensual, you know, bitches go crazy. Well, not that someone else that you're not even attracted to just go. You know, she hits on me all the time. Yeah. She's sexually harassing me. You just that's why you don't do it. Yeah, I told you. I you know way back when I first started working at a at a business office, my roommate was sleeping with our boss. How do you think that was for calling in sick to work? You know, it's like, oh, you know, knock on their bedroom door. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be sick today. Meanwhile, I have my bathing suit on. I'm ready to go to the beach. That's still better than than what Sandra did. Anyway, so Sandra's like, she's a she's a cunt. Actually, she's not a fucking cunt. That's Sada's ex, but she's just a cunt. Whoa. So so Sandra, you know, said that to to Lillian, and I'm like, oh hell no. I called Sandra up at work, and I said, you you need to stop talking about me at work because if not, I will fuck you so hard. I'll bring it out how you're sleeping with this, you know. A coworker at work, how you know you had no boundaries that you're fucking her when you're supposed to be covering the uh, DNC convention in wow. Los Angeles. I fucking went off on that cunt. Would you give her like a prison fucking, like you take a baseball bat, you know, like they have in those lesbian prison movies, you know, and do her up the ass no. or something? I took the 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 mop and the bucket and shoved it up her ass. Wow. So far, she was scared, and that stuff stopped. 
you rock. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's like if you cheated on your girlfriend, that's on you, but I'm not the person that's cheating. I'm in a relationship, which our relationship was relatively new, and she's telling everybody that I'm a whore. Look at you, man. You it did, pissed me off. You did throw down. Yeah, I'm not even working there, but that's not the point. And within the newspaper industry, you know, various newspapers, you know, interact with each other. So now she's giving me a bad reputation in the industry that I work at? Oh, look Fuck at her. you. You're my hothead paisan. That's why I like I know. you. So, I mean, so that was one. And that, that friend was in our house. Or actually, it was just my house at the point because we weren't living together. It was a condo. Not so, the one that's that was saying you were fucking her. No, not that one. She could go oh. fuck herself. But, you know, so Liz was at, was living with me in a spare, you know, guest room and so forth. So it was like totally there. And it was very hard for Liz because they had like seven years relationship. And, yeah. and it's hard. You know, yeah. a breakup is hard. Oh, for sure. For you know, sure. And, and some people like I was with the person for a month. It's hard to them. Various degrees. Yeah. Well, that's true. But I do think seven has a little bit more oomph than a month. You that's think? Me. You think that's a little more important? And then we had another friend. And this one I didn't choose either or because it wasn't like that. They just broke up. They grew away, grew apart from each other, and that's okay. And I didn't choose, you know, one side or the other side, and that's fine. And and my goal is to be friends with both of them because you're an adult. Yeah, and it's most like, of the time. Yeah, well, most of the time. But I wasn't a. I wasn't going to choose one side or the other. And I was just going to be there and, and wipe away the tears. You were there. You wiped away the tears. And we're very kind, and we're friends with both of them. And they both are now dating new people and this sort of thing. And it's okay. But you know, I, that's why I think we're good friends. And we've had people that they've done other things, and yeah. And we've helped them out. Uh-huh. And but those are like the two big ups, big help outs. If you're inviting someone in to live in your house, right? That's a big deal. You know, if you're a crack whore, you're not coming into our house. You know, but I I think that we're good friends, and yeah. I think that you, you, there's not a lot of people that are really good friends. You have the ones like, oh hey, I'll be there. Yeah, but they're uh-huh. not. They're yeah, sure. They're your party friends. Yeah, we've had a lot of those. They're they're you know your buddies that you laugh a lot, but right. they're not quality people yeah which is fine i don't mind having a collection of friends like that as long as you don't mix up and think that someone is something that they're not and they can't live up to right that's true yeah no it's okay to have all kinds of friends sure your party friends these are my friends who i just go to see movies with you know these are my friends and then you know the friends i know i can count on when something goes really horribly wrong right and i'm not saying like you know if someone keeps you know creating their own drama then you know you can't really have friends that are gonna be there all the time because you know what you're creating your own fucking drama but if it's you know once in a while then that's okay but so I think that, that, that we are quality. And I believe that when I had the Lyme disease, I had some friends that really stepped up. Yeah. And, and I remember who stepped up. And right. I know who was there. Oh, you're welcome. Well, you were my wife. Oh. Actually, no, you weren't my wife. You are my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Or I wife. was your side. No, we did, we did get married. I was your side pussy. During the time. Well, no, you're the only pussy. I um, was the side and the middle pussy. Side, middle, and back. Right. Oh, um, but hey. So you, no you know, back we had some friends that were, were there for, for me and for us. And, and I remember them and it, it means a lot to me. And I, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't saying, I wasn't calling people up. Hey, can you help me with this, that or the other? Cause I had Virginia and I had my parents and I had my family. So, you know, I didn't need a bunch of people and I probably could call some people and they would help out. And I was like really sick. I was in a wheelchair. I'm not in a wheelchair anymore, but I mean, it was very bad. And I had no, con- you know, I, I had, um, I didn't have control over my digits. So I wasn't able to pick papers up or even a pencil. I mean, it would just fall down. It was really hot. bad. Yeah, it was very hot. Anyways. Virginia had to go to work one day, and she was flying out of town. She had to do it. My parents, something, because they used to rent uh, motorhomes for the movie industry. They're doing something, I don't know where, what. My grandfather came over, and I was taking this drug called Rosethin, and it would go from, you know, it, it basically goes to your heart, and it was like a, like a, a, you have a pick line that goes to your heart. The medicine would go in there, and you have to do all these, you know, you flush your system, then you do the medicines, and you flush, and saline, and heparin, and blah, 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 blah. And Virginia was going away and I didn't have control of my digits in order to give myself the medicines. 
and I, I have love to have when you this say stuff. digits. Yeah, digits. So I I couldn't do it. I couldn't Sexy. you know I couldn't screw in the the cap into the pick line. I couldn't you know get the air out of it. I couldn't do any of these things. So my grandfather came over to do something. Virginia showed him how to do it. So you know you watch the air get out because you don't want to have air go to your heart. That's a bad thing. You could die. And um, is that all? Yeah, you know, just little things. So the first day that my grandfather's coming over there, he goes to do it. He screws in the caps, which is great. He, I didn't verify. It was my fault. I didn't see that he didn't get the air out. I think I had the I had the medicine, but then he had to flush and then the heparin after that, saline heparin. He didn't do it. And all of a sudden, he put in a whole bunch of air into my pick line, which I'm scared shitless. I think I'm going to fucking die. And I wasn't ready to die that day. Really? So I called the nurse up. What do I do? And like, I'm trying to stay calm. And she's like, okay, just, you know, pull it out. You know, you know, and I, and I got, she goes, keep going until you see blood. So I kept going until I saw some blood. I made sure I filled up that fucking vial thing. And then I stopped. Then I was fine. But it scared me. And I'm like, you know, if my grandfather does this, it wouldn't be intentional. But if he accidentally killed me, the amount of guilt that he would have would be insane. Because he has guilt over my grandmother that died. So I'm thinking, oh, shoot. So I called Mernie and, and she is a nurse. And I'm like, Mernie, do you mind coming over? It's just one day, but do you mind coming over and giving me my meds? And then she goes, oh, sure, not a problem. So before she goes to work, early in the morning, she came over and, you know, she did it really proper how you're supposed to do it. And I'm like, oh, we weren't doing it that way. My bad. Wow. Um, but it was working pretty much. But, you know, but she's a professional. All right, great. So she came over, you know, before she went to work. So she had an earlier schedule, took care of it, made sure everything was okay with me. And then she went to work. You know what's really fascinating is this is the first time I heard that we've been doing it wrong the whole time when we were doing it. No, it wasn't, it wasn't as, as anal and you didn't need to be as she's a perfectionist because you know she's supposed to do what she's supposed to do and whatever it is we're off just a little bit not much oh. we weren't putting oxygen in, or like air into my veins back to Mernie so she was there and just, I'm just talking one day I mean I didn't call any other friends but I thought you know she knows what she's doing she can do it and she does it for a living and she's kind enough to come over which you know like I said I never forgot and I appreciate it you know recently she ended up having you know a double hernia and I you know I I understand that women can get a hernia, but I don't know how you get a fucking double. Because if you're going to be an overachiever, you want to go for the gold. Yeah, and that's what it was, I guess. Why stop at one? Well, you know, I think that she's trying to help out the, the recession and the, the economy, economy. Yeah. In, in regards to the medical field, because that's no. what she does. So she I might as well make some, you know, help her peeps out. Right. So why do one when you can do two? You could put in double the effort of everybody else, of every other lazy American. Yeah, and, and she was so cool. And, you know, so she was going to have the surgery and she has a little tiny dog, Gretel. Her wife was going to be um, at the hospital with her, you know, and she's going to, the wife's going to stay at the hospital for the surgery and afterwards until, you know, Mernie felt safe because they were going to have her really drugged up. And Mernie said, and this was something that I, it was another thing, I, another lesson. She said that, you know, if you're in the hospital, you want to have someone in the hospital with you at all times because there's, you know, like in any company, she didn't say this, now I'm putting words into her mouth. At, at any company, you're going to have really good employees and really shitty employees. And she um, was a, you know, she, I guess she's known both positive nurses and not so positive so she had Karen stay there and Virginia just got back from the AIDS life cycle well you know what's funny about that before you go on though is you know when you were saying she's going to be all drugged up in the hospital by herself I bet you would come and visit me once in a while and every time I'd be complaining about we don't I don't know why my ass hurts and you'd be like don't worry honey it's just the drugs don't worry about it I don't know why my ass hurts next time you see me meanwhile I'm getting ass raped every time I'm you know on drugs in the hospital and stuff no not not so likely well for starters, I would be in the hospital with you because when Jimmy, my brother, was sick and Scott was staying with him, his husband was staying with him in the hospital and Scott wouldn't leave his side, I respectfully asked at one point, Scott was looking really tired. And I said, Scott, is it okay if, you know, I help you out and I, I stay here for the night so at least you can, you know, sleep? And he left. He, he, he left really late and then he still got back early in the morning, but at least he was able to sleep the whole night. And I laid on the fucking floor and I slept on the floor 
you know, I had a blanket, no, sorry, like a sleeping bag and so forth. I was there for him. You know what I know? Yeah. I would be, you know, now I'm going to change it because I would be the one with the sore ass and you wouldn't be with me. Right. You know, so it would be the other way around. I'd be there and, you know, I'd be telling him, you know, you can't stick your finger in my wife's ass anymore. Well, she doesn't like it. You know, I, wow, I just got thrown under the bus. No, you, you know did. what I do? I'd bring my camping mattress, you know, my little blow up mattress. I'd your throw Starbucks my sleeping coffee. bag. Right, exactly. I'd be all ready. I have my little thing that boils water, you know, in the little portable unit, boils water so I can make my coffee in the morning. I'd, I'd be, be blowing up the air mattress bug and everybody, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm there for you, baby. You know, so you started it by saying that, you know, your ass is sore and I wouldn't be aware of it. Yeah. But anyway, so like I was there for Karen as well as Myrnie. And so I stayed after the AIDS life cycle. I think it was you were home for like maybe a day, two days that I saw you and you're gone for a week. So it was very hard. And I left because, you know, they were good quality friends. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you encouraged it as well. You said, you know what? It's the right thing to do. They're good quality friends. Yep. And boom, you know, I was there and this sort of thing. And I was with their dog. I'm babysitting the dog. They have a, um, a foster boy that's staying with them. So I'm keeping an eye on him as well. And he's helping me out with the dog and, and so forth. But I mean, it was just, it was a nice thing. But I was so happy to get home. Well, you know what's nice is that I'm really happy that this upcoming weekend, we're going to have your sainthood ceremony. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm, I've got professional photographer to come over. It's going to be great. St. Roxanne. Well, obviously, but the, the positive thing also that I like is that you're helping out because today we're going over to their house and here's where Virginia is a saint. She's going to go over there. She's going to make dinner for them. We're going to stay with Myrnie and Karen's going to go see a Sparks basketball game because she's been, you know, with her wife in the hospital. And we said, take some time off, go to this basketball game and, you know, yay WNBA. Lesbians got to do what a lesbian's got to do. Thank God she's not making us go to those games. I don't want to oh, go to those games. please. Anyways, that's it. So good friends will be there. Just know the difference between a, a good friend and an acquaintance, and then don't put the acquaintance into a higher category because you'll be disappointed. And don't bring lube to the hospital. Well, bring lube if they're going to put something in your ass. Yeah, this may All be right. a good idea. Bye. Bye.